everybody um just do it i just want some silence in the room everyone i'm not talking about you i'm talking to alex man stop playing this stuff i'm trying to talk my friend you know we got the hey what's up guys i'm alex well that one was at least appropriate hey what's up everybody i'm adrian and that's my co-host alex and today we're on the unknown games podcast episode number 37 it's a wonderful day over here in tokyo and yeah, you heard it. That P4 Golden, that beautiful song. That was P4. That was from P4, right? No. I'm P5. Dang. Well, I failed a, a lot of my classes in gaming history, but I still try, and that's what's important. We hope you're still trying, and we're glad that you're still here listening to us week in and week out. And yeah, we had a bunch of cool stuff happening last week in the world of games. Of course, you know, P4 Golden got announced for Steam. Alex, you know, he's already on that day one. And then, of course, you know, the big event of, you know, PlayStation 5, little thing, little thing called that. And then there was a PC gaming show, but mainly the PlayStation 5 was unveiled and it's fat, it's big. It's something that we'll also talk about on this show today. So for, first of all, we're going to start off with P4 Golden, and then we're going to walk our way on over to the PlayStation 5 conference and talk about that and everything that was revealed there. So uh, let's start without any further ado. Alex, how was P4 Golden? Um, it's P4 Gold and it's good. I mean, you're asking how is it as a video game? Because it's a very, it's a very good video game. But... I've I've heard the stories. I've heard the stories. So like for me, okay. So we, I think we were talking about it uh, before the announcement. I think it was a, a week before the yeah the it got like leaked or something, and there's a lot of evidence saying that it's going to be on PC, and I almost didn't believe it at the time because it seemed too good to be true. Right, right. Um, yeah, but as the week went on, there was just like more and more mounting evidence that it was going to come to PC. Like someone found um, on Steam DB, like they found assets for a P4 Golden. Like when you mm -hmm. have the game in your library, you have like a little icon or whatever, right, of the game. Right, right. Like those icons had leaked um, like on Steam DB, which is like a website for tracking yes. like up updates to video games and stuff like that. Right. And so, so we weren't like surprised by it but i still think a lot of the internet and including yourself and even me i mean like even to like see it on the steam store and it was you know it was the headline banner you know like yeah you today yeah just, if you open steam yellow. today it's just like persona 4 uh golden is you know the headlining game it's which the is headlining game it's uh it's pretty crazy uh because it's an old game it came out on the ps2 in like what 2008 2000 and something like that right Somewhere around there, yeah. And then it got a remaster, re-release uh, on the Vita as Golden with extra mm -hmm. content, extra dungeon, new character, new social links, new personas. And yeah. then, boy, like eight years later. And then it got an anime somewhere in there. Oh, it got two animes, yeah. It got, yeah, 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 it did get, that's right, it did get two. And I think I watched the first version, um, the first anime, just before the animation. 
Right, right, right. Which, which I enjoyed. Honestly, I, I it gave me like the fulfillment of like I almost had played the game because it sticks really. It's really close. Yeah, it's, it's really, really close. close. So I was just like, okay, well, maybe I don't have to actually play P4. I want to, but and I actually bought P4 uh, back on. I think it was like PS3, like just, but not golden. But now the, digi- the digital version, the right? Digital of the version. PS2 game, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, the, the digital version. But now, yeah, I can buy it again, and it's a perfect price. It is really it's so on, cheap. It's, it's so cheap. cheap. Yeah, it's cheap. It. I literally debated because it's always going to be. I think it's what, almost what twenty bucks or something is the price. It's twenty. It's twenty USD. Mm. Which is cheap. I mean, it's, it's impulse the buy. perfect price. Yeah, it's I was prepared price. to drop forty, fifty bucks for it, but then mm-hmm. when I saw that it was like twenty. Um, American, I was like, oh, yeah, no brainer. It's a no brainer. Instant buy. Instant buy. I didn't even hesitate. I was like, add to cart, check out. Well, I hesitated because I had, well, I hesitated only because I have other games that I'm more than likely going to be playing before P4 Golden, like other RPGs that I'm kind of going to want to get to, but it's still 20 bucks and I, I don't even care. Here's the weird thing I don't even care if it goes on sale. That's not something that was even in my mind. I'm just like, dang, this is the, this is the jam. Yeah. And I mean, like, at least in Japan where we are right now, like, uh, P4 Golden is not a cheap game. It's only on the Vita if you're talking about console versions, right? Right, right. Um, if you want to pick up P4 Golden on Vita used, you're going to spend like at least 3,000, 4,000 yen. Like, it's mm. still not cheap. It's still like almost cheap. an eight year old game, and it's and not still cheap at all. A Vita because, too. Yeah, it's like the best Vita game. It is the so, Vita. <laughs> the, the fact that this is selling for 2,000 yen equivalent. Which is cheaper mm-hmm. than the Vita version. It's um, it, it's it's a steal, honestly. It's so good. And so what's, aside, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Like, so what's different in the in the Steam version as opposed to uh, actually just what is what is the Steam version? What what can you tell me about the Steam version? The uh, what did they add? What's what makes it the definitive edition? So the the three main differences is it's running at a high resolution. You can set the render scale to two hundred percent max, so it's Heck. rendering internally all the assets at double the size. Okay. And then if you're, and then it'll just look really sharper. It's like super anti-aliasing basically. Okay. So you can change the render scale, and it supports up to four K resolution. You can just output it at four K. What? Why? Yeah. I'm, why, part of me is asking I'm, why. I mean, it's just. Wow. Okay. Just cause. Just cause. It looks really good. Well, that's debatable for reasons, but um, and it has a high refresh rate. If you really wanted to play Persona for like over a hundred frames per second, <laughs> just like uh, it supports it. You can do it. Yeah. So it has high refresh rate, uh, high resolution. Uh, oh, and a big one for a lot of people is it has dual audio. You can oh, do Japanese voices big. or English voices. And then for text languages, like the actual the menus and, and mm-hmm. the subtitles and everything, you can do English, Korean, Chinese, or Japanese. Oh, so dang. four, yeah, so four this different is, sets. That's of really languages. nice. I know, especially if you're trying to learn Japanese. And sometimes we t- we've talked about this in the past on the podcast. If you're trying to learn Japanese, and this is a great way, you know, it's the you can put it on English and then have the Japanese subtitles or vice versa, um, just to kind of you know get a little bit deeper understanding because persona persona itself in the series uh especially like you know three and four and i guess five as well like they're they're pretty good representations of going through a normal day of life just you know well, except for fighting shadows it, yeah except it's, for fighting stuff. like that but sure <laughs> but at school it's it's you know you got to choose your links 
Society. Yeah, I actually bought Persona 4 Golden twice. I bought it in English when I played it through my first time. Mm-hmm. And then I bought it like last year or something in Japanese because I wanted to play the game in Japanese just for the practice and just okay. to be like, hey, I have it in Japanese and I wanted to hear the Japanese voices. Mm-hmm. Little did I know, if I had just waited one year, <laughs> I would have you know, been able to just buy the PC version, which is both versions combined essentially. Straight up, like, little did I know. Yeah, I... I bought it on on Vita on in Japanese and didn't finish it. I started the game, didn't really get too too far. Mm-hmm. So I could have just you know waited, save saved myself a bunch of money. But you know who would have known nope, that no this would that this would be on PC? No so. one. I mean, there's there's some Atlas games that are on the Steam store, and I think we were talking about you know done by I guess published by Sega or like through Sega or like their Sega games kind of. Well, the only one, like the only other one I think is Catherine. It's just, Catherine? it's just Catherine and Persona right now. Okay, okay, and hopefully, my my hope is that we get Persona three, and then of course, you know, P five and all the other Persona, and even you know, Shin Megami games. I think a lot of those games have kind of fallen on the wayside in terms of uh, the non hardcore fans uh, who don't know yeah. those series. I think they're they're pretty much good for a, a remake now. I think like. Well, I just don't know how much work that'll be because, mm. like, Golden is a Vita game. So I'm assuming they took the Vita code and then ported that to PC. When you take right. something like P3, which is a PS2 game, mm-hmm. um, I don't know the work that goes into porting that to PC. Like, I don't know if it's a lot or not a lot. If we're in so, kind of a, like, FF7 remake, well, not remake situation, but more. S- I mean, it could even be a remake situation, but I feel like it would be more like a remaster, just like, you know, Shadow of the Colossus and things like that. But how much work that would take for these 100-hour games? Would well, be- I just don't know how difficult it is to to port that code. Like, the PS2 is, is has, I'm sure it has quirks and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. um, I just don't know how, if, it, if it's easy to bring that over to PC. Like, yeah, you can emulate it. Like, I know... Some people might just be like, "Oh, it runs fun on my emulator. Runs fun on my emulator," and I'm sure it does. Like it, it, I know it does. But like, right when it's running natively as a as a PC game, is it you know hard to to that's, to get that out? Yeah, so that's a good question. I mean, we do have the the Dot Hack games. I think that's the those are the only. Oh ones, yeah, really? you know what? That's like, a that's a good point actually. Yeah, because Dot Hack is a it's a PS2 game. Have you you don't have it on PC, right? No, no, I almost bought it. Almost. Yeah, I have it on PC. Um, mm-hmm. It's not a great port, I'm gonna tell you. Okay. It runs fine. It, it runs okay, but like it has quirks where like the buttons aren't configurable. Like it just doesn't. It just it doesn't just have the translate. forethought. It doesn't have the forethought of a PC game behind it, which is like customizable keybinds and changing mm. screen resolutions and and frame rates and VSync and stuff like that. Um, whereas P4 Golden actually, I think is a very competent PC port where it has the considerations that most PC gamers would want. Uh, you can rebind your controls. It has V-Sync and uh, an individual render scale, so you can render 200%. has a high frame rate um, support. So, you know, it's, it's a lot nicer. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to actually ask you, for anyone who's thinking about trying to get into Persona 4 Golden, I know it's, it's pretty much an instant buy. I mean, anywhere you look, this game has crazy good reviews. What What would you recommend for them? Like, what would you recommend in terms of they're starting their persona life experience do you have any tips just in general like for the series or for this game specifically um like maybe how how would you approach mindset if if you were brand 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 new to persona yeah like and you 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 just hear all this hype 
it's like oh it's the best jrpg since a, a while i uh, just 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 get royal honestly just get p5r if you have a ps4 just get p5r <laughs> just skip this one yeah just we just get just get the newest one because the newest one is it's the newest one it has all the considerations like it, it has it's it's polished let's say it's like really well polished mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. It's just a very, 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 very good video game. P4 Golden, like, is a great game, has a good story, and it really hooks you. But, like, I don't know how I feel about telling a brand new newcomer to the series to jump on Golden. Because I had the privilege of building up to P5 to go from, from 3, 4, 5. So I mm-hmm. got to uh, I got to see how the, the game has kind of got, evolved, got better in, in ways that you might take for granted. Like, in P3, for example... Uh, a vanilla P3, mm-hmm. you can not control your party members. They're not controllable. You cannot direct control them. Uh, really? P- yeah. Okay. So the the so ability just... to like actually take control of your party members was introduced in P4. P4. Okay. And then that got kind of reversed, ported to P3P when they did the re-release of Persona 3 on, on PSP. On PSP. Okay. And then. And so that was a feature that, you know, that was a brand new feature at the time. And then P5, in its own right, adds a bunch of extra features that, you know, aren't in the older games. So essentially, you might want to kind of walk it down. Because, like, these games don't connect to each other. They do. They do? Yeah. What? Wait, no. Wait, seriously, they do? Wait, yeah, like, for P3, yeah. 4, 5, like, there's a connection, like, story uh, P3 and 4 are absolutely 100% are connected. Like, even, like, what? in the fighting games, like, they... They meet each other, and they like, yeah, and they like talk to each other. It's very P three and P four are in the same canon. P five is debatable. I mean, I don't want to get into the the lore discussion with you, especially because you haven't played them. Yeah, yeah. but that's but P five. No, okay, that's cool. So P five is probably in the same universe. So if you want to be on the safe side, or not, not even a safe side, just I guess just go with P five, get the best of the best, and then walk it back down P four three. Yeah, but, I mean, like, you just right have to now, keep in actually. mind that, like, yeah, you're going back in time. You're jumping 10 years in, in the past in terms of video game design. Mm. So, like, the models and the environments, they're not going to look as smooth. You have to understand it originally came out on PS2. And, yeah, I guess your only option is either to get a PS2 or get the PSP version. I don't know if they... If you can play P3 on Vita. I don't know if it's... You can like, play P3P on Vita P3P, if you download right. the digital version. Okay. Okay. So those are pretty much your only options, unfortunately, of getting Persona Three. I don't know about the animation. I haven't watched that. Oh, the movies. The yeah, the movies the follow movies. the story kind okay, of closely. Okay. Yeah. So then maybe you can just, if you don't want to play, but just kind of like get the the feel of how A and B and then C kind of you know relate and kind of chill together. You can just do it that way. Yeah. I mean, but I would also rec- I would also recommend Golden. Like if you don't want to jump into a full price game, you're like, oh, I don't want to spend fifty like fifty sixty dollars on this JRPG that I might not enjoy, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I will spend twenty bucks. Go for it. I mean, you only have twenty bucks to lose, and maybe a couple hours if you don't like it. No, oh, that's true. That's true. This it's a win win or win. I mean, I, I like you said, you're gonna you're not walking out with a huge loss, so. Yeah, a, so the, the stories are connected, but they're also self-contained. So if you only play four, you're you're going to fully enjoy the story. Like you, it is the same canon, and you're mm-hmm. gonna miss out on a couple references. Like some characters you'll meet. There's a point in four where you go back to the city that P3 takes place in, and it's like a okay. it's like one or two years after the end of P3. Oh, nice. 
and then if you had played P3, you're like, oh, that's really cool. Like, that's you. You're the person from that time. But if you if you have no idea what P3 is, you're like, oh, I'm in another city for like a couple of weeks of in-game time for whatever yeah. reason. It's, it's just like a, it's just like another destination that yeah, you so. just kind of miss that little connection. Okay. Okay. But if you do decide to like jump headfirst into this wild story, it's all connected. So three, four, and then the fighting games are canon. Like you, like they're part of the oh, canon. What was that? Uh, P4 Arena, right? Uh, P4 Arena and then P4 Arena Ulti, Ult, Max or something. Max yeah. or Ulti. Yo, Ark, just give us some good names, man. Just give us some legible names. Legible, readable, pronounceable names. One day. Anyways, yeah, you should keep an eye out on it. Like, you should maybe consider getting golden. Like, you haven't even played vanilla P4, right? No, I would say don't, no. don't, don't bother. Just play the PC yeah, version. It's, yeah, it's, not, it's not even worth it for me to even try to go find A, to go buy a Vita, and then B. I mean, I look, the only reason I want a Vita is it, it would be like, okay, I could play this, but then I could also play... um. Mormasa. Uh-huh. Maybe right. one day we'll get a PC port of that too. Who knows? One day. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I mean, if there's one thing that I hope changes because of this, like right mm -hmm. now as of recording, uh, P4 Golden is like the most concurrently played JRPG on Steam right now, not counting MMOs like FF14. Okay. Okay. So it is like the most played JRPG right now. So I hope Alice is taking notice. I hope Alice is like, oh, you know, people like our games on PC. I, I hope that they know that there's so many people who love their games but don't own consoles or don't own, you know, portables or something like that. Yeah, and, and like then to, you have like people like me. I'll buy your game twice. I bought Persona 5 Royal on PS4. I paid full price for it. If you put that game on PC, I'll buy it again. Like, I just prefer <laughs> to play my games on PC. For and, the reasons I, rest, I listed already, like the refresh rate reasons or the mm -hmm. render scale or the, you know, I really like that. And, and we talked about it earlier, just like the fact that mostly all of your library, for the most part, should will kind of still be with you. You know what I mean? It won't get phased out the next console generation. Like we're having this conversation, like the only way to play P3 right now is to go back and literally get another console, another system. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. I think what you were talking about in terms of Atlas noticing that their, you know, their games are beloved. I think hopefully this will also have a lot of the other Japanese publishers uh, that aren't on Steam at the moment or just have kind of dabbled a little bit. Maybe they'll hopefully take notice and uh, become a little bit more, you know, conscious of trying to put out good ports on the on the PC or developing alongside with PC and, and trying to just, you know, serve that market as well. I think it's a good thing overall. Yeah, I really hope PC gaming kind of gets its second win here because, yeah. like, I want, you no, know, yeah, like, you know, really good games like this, like, really good experiences. So it, it's just nice to see this kind of uh, experience available to more people and in a way that I prefer, like, being able to play this at 4K at, at like, because it's a Vita game, like, just the fact that it's like no longer at 720p, now it's 4K, like, that's a hell of a jump. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge jump. Um, and I guess speaking of jumps, we can, we can jump on over. If you don't have anything else to say on P4 Golden or you want to leave a last word, you know, to, to leave with the listeners on P4 uh, Golden. I don't know. Like if you haven't played Persona, like give it at least a consideration. Like maybe just look at it. It's, it's really good. That's the tagline. Just look at it. It's really good. Yeah. Just look at it. It's really good. So it's like a Big Mac or something. Just look at it. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's good. That's a that's a good tie for the, the show's episode title. It's really good, man. Yeah. Uh, well, we're gonna hop on over to the PlayStation Five uh, unveiling unveiling slash uh, kind of direct style digital delivery for us that we watched. That was, I think, what about an hour long last oh yeah i was sleeping that was five in the morning for japan i don't even know on a friday i had work so like no i'm gonna sleep no my friend was like yo dedication i'm like dedicate it's five in the morning bro no yeah good (laughs) night i'll check this in the morning yeah if it were like 2 a.m or something i could you know i could stand to kind of try but yeah 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 not five not five but yeah so we start out the show and uh, you know, Sony, they had a lot of games to show. I think it was almost like an hour and a half, I felt like, of games that they just kept showing straight. And we had a lot of, uh, we had, you know, the, a lot of AAA titles, big titles at the beginning and the end. And we'll we'll talk about those and we'll kind of maybe talk about the middle of the show slash the unveiling. Uh, and then in the middle were a bunch of indie games. Uh, I, I, did you watch the show or did you just watch a summary? Like, did you uh, watch the uh, I didn't watch anything. I woke up and I just got the cliff notes of it. I just, you know, just read the news. Yeah, yeah. So I, I watched, I watched it, not live, of course, like we were talking about. But I went back and watched it, and I, I was really surprised. So we, you know, we started out with uh, the, some heavy hitters. Of course, we had the Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for the fourth ever. time. Awesome. <laughs> that that I don't know why someone yeah. at Sony thought that that was something that people wanted. I know it's like a pimp for for uh, for PlayStation Plus. Like, hey. You can get this and get one million Grand Theft Auto dollars up until the game's release on PS5. I'm just uh, like, you, I'm pretty sure you get that same deal on PC. The PC version also gets that kind of money. I just I, there's I, there's I no baffled. like re-release of the PC version, so it's not that's not an exclusive to Plus. It's it's weird. yeah. So go on Twitch.com or <laughs> Twitch.tv. Sorry, go to Twitch.tv. Okay. And as of add part of the Twitch uh, oh, Prime Twitch, loot, Twitch Prime? Oh, it Twitch. says get up to one thousand GTA dollars each month you play GTA Online. That's that's there you go. It's the exact same deal, but for PC. Oh my word! Well, that's yeah. It was strange. Even stranger was the fact that the the kind of trailer reel, the montage that they start out with before the show starts, after that uh, unveiling or announcement for GTA was uh, Kratos from God of War three. I have no clue why God of War 3 Kratos was even in the, a trailer, period. But I guess it was like, hey, we're celebrating history. Because after that, it's immediately just God of War remastered, like, you know, the remake or whatever we call it, that c- version of Kratos. It was kind of weird. I'm like, uh, anyways. But, you know, we had Spider-Man, Miles Morales. That looked hype. And I, I, I got to say, it. I just finished watching Into the Spider-Verse like two times, like just oh, yeah. back to back. Uh-huh. So I'm like, yo, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. And, you know, they did confirm that it is a standalone game. So you don't have to worry about it being like some like mini game or, you know, just like a DLC kind of thing. And after that, my, my, my homies, Ratchet and Clank, we called it. We called it. Or I was. Well, I, I mean, was, you called it. Yeah. I, I was so happy. Uh, Rift Apart. Uh, Insomniac doing it big. And I'm so ha- hyped because, I, you know, I finished Sunset Overdrive and now I'm back on my Insomniac kick. I love Ratchet and Clank. I've always loved Ratchet and Clank. I think the only ones I haven't played are a crack in time. I think it's just a crack in time, yeah. So I just need to play that. I, I own it, so I should just go play it. And and yeah, that, that showed off a lot of the SSD tech in terms of Ratchet's literally dimension warping all over the place as part of the gameplay. I've never seen a physical part of the hardware worked into the gameplay. I mean, I guess we have. The Wii is practically that. But 
it was just literally we wanted to include this dimension warping inside of a game just yeah. to show how fast things load <laughs> i think it was showing off the speed of the ssd that's what yep. it was supposed to be doing yeah yeah uh and and that was kind of it for the the first part of the show like the first five or ten minutes and after that we had a bunch of indie games i think and i'm just gonna say what i like because i don't know if you watched any of the indie stuff or just like looked at any of them but uh kenna looks really good looks like a little fun indie game uh there's stray which is about a cat and we don't know anything else i'm just saying it's a cat game mm-hmm. and uh, after that there was the little devil inside or devil inside or something that one looked really i think there was a lot of little creative cute games in there that were also just by their right good fun games we had a, a game from us uh, the super brothers who did a sword and sorcery so that was oh, like oh yeah I was like, dang, like, I still don't know what that game looks like uh, in terms of what I'll be doing day to day, just flying around a ship or something to planets. I don't know. But, you know, I, I love sword and sorcery. So I'm I'm, a doubt, I'm about that. And after that, we just had an onslaught of, OK, this is what you probably were expecting to see more of. Uh, we had Demon's Souls, which we, we knew kind of knew was coming. Not blood, not Bloodborne. We don't no, not Bloodborne. And I forgot about Gran Turismo because. For a reason, <laughs> it's Gran Turismo. Uh, Sackboy, Th- did you expect the Sackboy game? Uh, no, not at all. Did it, I don't think anyone expected a Sackboy game? It was random as heck. And I yeah. love, I like Sackboy. I have nothing against Sackboy, but I thought he was dead. Can't kill a sack. You, you can't kill a sack. You can't kill a Sackboy. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Unless you burn him, and that's very gruesome. And uh, yeah, so House Marquee. Uh, if you if you played, uh, uh, I'm Alienation or Dead Nation or, and I'm I'm, for, I'm blanking on another one of the games that was all about the voxels, all about the voxels. It, it's a PS4 launch title, but anyways, Returnal, which is re. It's a weird name. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, what? What? Part of me just thought Doom Eternal, but yeah, you're playing a, a person who's trapped in a time loop of some sort. They they die mm-hmm. and they keep coming back, and it combines a lot of their their strengths. I think uh, third person shooting. You're usually top down third person shooting, well top down shooter, but yeah. Anyways, looks pretty interesting. A little weird, but interesting. And I'm gonna skip over Destruction All Stars, Astrobot. I think what we can kind of learn is that there's no knack this year. Knack is gone. Oh yeah, that's too bad. I would just love to see a knack three. Three? Three. Yeah. 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 Knack three is yeah. gone, so knack yeah. knack is no longer in competition for the, the, the kids and family launch title spot. And and then after that we had our what we really, really came to see, and that was, you know, Horizon two and then Capcom bringing out Village, aka Resident Evil Eight, and then mm-hmm. uh what was wow, what is what the heck is the the, the Capcom original ip called and promethea i think uh i Pri- don't know Pri- pragmata pragmatic prag <laughs> yeah dude i'm I, sorry i've I, I totally forgot i don't i don't know i'm like scrolling up a page and i'm like i don't know what i think it's called pragmata or prag something but anyways that game happened and then also ghostwire tokyo oh yeah yeah we saw footage of that huh? we, saw, we cool. actually saw footage of that and then project athea which is athea which was a little bit earlier uh, the Square Enix unknown title that had the most mm-hmm. generic text in a world where literally it starts with in a world where and I'm done. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> and I'm done. Only you can save. I was like, really, guys? 
So, anyways, uh, Deathloop as well. I, I got to give a shout out to Deathloop. Uh, that was a lot of games. I just went down a bunch of games. Not all of these are just going to be exclusive, of course. Uh, a good chunk of them. I think there are eight of them that are exclusive. But overall, like, what did you come away with? And we had... You can talk from the, the console unveiling if you want to as well. So games or console. Yeah, I honestly, I didn't really... I wasn't really into it for the... like. Here's the thing about the game lineup. is mm-hmm. like They're mostly cool, but I, I'm not excited about them. Like I think the coolest thing for me is like the Demon's Souls remaster. Because mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. saw comparison shots of the PS3 version yeah. and the remake, and it's it looks and so like, good. It looks so good. It looks so insane. Like it's crazy. How, yeah, how different the environments are. Um, I've never played like Demon Souls, but I've seen people play it. I've seen streams of it. I've seen videos of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that game looks okay. That's looks that's a video game. But then looking at the comparison shots now, like the original, suddenly look so barren and like <laughs> and just not devoid. yeah like and not just... a good game anymore like it just doesn't look as good like suddenly when you have these uh screenshots of the remake and it's like environments are filled out there's like vegetation growing around here uh the rocks have like a, a nice like realistic texture to them like mm-hmm. all the enemies are redesigned like it looks so good so that's it's... what i'm excited about but i mean I... honestly like i've never played a ratchet clank game i i i just I, I super don't care about GTA Five. Like especially this is the fourth think, time the game came out. Came out like I, you know what I mean? Cares. Like it's crazy. Why is that existing? Yeah, PS3, PS4, PC, and then now PS5, and also Xbox, right? But still. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the only thing that I like that I really paid attention to was the console unveiling, like the actual look of the console. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, that's the one thing that I really wanted to to know. I was the most curious about the, the how the console would look and i had this discussion with a friend of mine of how a lot of people care about how a console looks mm-hmm. but at the end of the day it, it doesn't matter because like play games you're still well, gonna play for the games right yeah and it's not like i'm gonna be playing a game and then look over and be like yeah that's my baby like i'm not gonna look at my console while i'm playing it it's kind of like if you're looking at your your pc tower just like hmm yeah, that's, the exact, game screen, that's the exact same thing. Like that's the there. exact same thing, right? So I built my PC, and actually, I put a lot of like thought into the aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked out the case. I had I picked out like the particular cooler that I use because it has like a screen on it and it has like lights on it. I picked out the lights of my case. I put a lot of thought into my case, but then mm-hmm. when I'm playing a game, I'm not like you know looking at it and being like. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're not, you're not yeah, looking yeah, over. Yeah, there, that's like, that's my baby. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't yeah, matter. Like, it doesn't matter what it looks it, like. And, and I mean, like, so for me, I, I had a positive reaction to it. I know um, I, I thought it looked nice. I thought it looked different. It really does look like it is very futuristic. I, I have to say that the design team was like, we yeah. want some future. We want you to be in like a, if, if, if I was in a high rise apartment and there was a clear, you know, clear glass window and I have this, you know, my TV is there and this thing is sitting there. It looks perfectly normal. Right. But for most of most normal people, we don't have white as like a. Oh, it's know, like a general theme. It's yeah. a general theme. No one's got uh, like most white tables. Most, and, most electronics are black. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It, it won't blend in anywhere. But, it, and, you know, I saw people saying it's like a router sandwich in between some a case. And then I realized, yeah, yeah it does look like a router sandwich in between a case. I think um, 
A lot of people have described it as like what people in the 90s imagined what computers would look like in the future. Yeah. yeah. Like it has that retro future look to it. It does. It does. It does. Um, yeah. So the only thing that, that I'm concerned about a little bit is the size of the console. Like mm -hmm. People have done, um, I guess, let's say investigative work where they, because the version of the PS5 that has the, the CD drive, the optical drive. Okay. So people have taken like um, console product images and like use the console, the optical drive as like the benchmark. So okay. they resize, they resized all of the the console image, sorry, the product images, mm -hmm. so that the disc drive is the same size. Okay. And what they found was when you take the disc drive as the normalization part, like you know, benchmark, it's a very big console. It's like bigger than every console basically it's it's a giant i know i saw it today and i saw that chart you're talking about and i'm just like what it's really? it's so, tall it, yeah it's taller it's, it's like 1.3 or 1.4 times taller than the ps3 fat it's bigger and than it's, the ps4 pro and i'm like i don't want oh yeah much bigger, bigger much I was bigger. like oh my goodness and, and the xbox the xbox series x looks like a, a mini dwarf or something like it's just yeah half it's, size it's, it's much weird. bigger than every console so it, it has like it has me thinking, and, I, and I'm kind of wondering, because they haven't released the actual size, right? There's no actual, actual size released. Yeah. So right? either the disc drive is bigger for some reason, like, or I don't know, smaller. Like it's just it's the CD. Like it's not a normal drive, or, mm. or I don't know. Like it's a, or the it's wrong basically. Like it it would be really weird if they went bigger because every every generation. I guess technically they've gotten bigger, but ever since at least PS3, it's kind of felt like somewhat similar size. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, uh, definitely. Well, I don't definitely know. Like the PS3 Fat is actually a fat console. Oh, it is actually fat. It's not so much tall, tall, but it is fat. It's chunky. Yeah, it's really wide. It's a chunk. But like the PS5 the is both taller and and thicker. Uh, please, it cannot be. Please, just don't let it be. Just don't. Let it be like some kind so of like, case that I'm worried because like where I have my PS4 Pro, it fits mm -hmm. perfectly on my shelf. Like mm -hmm. it fits very nicely and it's not that tall either. It's like 20 centimeters. It's not that tall. Yeah. Are, is yours standing up or do you have it horizontal? I have horizontal. Okay. Which this design, we know you can put it horizontally. does not look like you want to put it horizontally. That's yeah, it looks weird. That's really weird like, horizontal. But the problem is, it's like if I have it vertical... It won't fit like anywhere in, it won't fit, it won't fit in a shelf. It'll fit on like a TV rack or it'll fit on, um, you know, some kind of stand or something, but it won't fit in a shelf if it's vertical. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and going back on that, I don't, I don't remember. And maybe I'll go back and look and see. It doesn't, I don't know if it says anything about this is like a final design Oh no! I th all I, that's I think a that's render. Final. It's all. It's got to be final. It's all a render. But who, based on this feedback, and we don't know the actual size. No one's ever seen it. If they'll make any kind of changes, I don't know. Like, what would they? Be the what could they thing. do at this point? The console's supposed to launch in like what four months? Yeah, we we can we can assume that the router is literally all we need, and then the rest is just nice design airflow. 
tech. Oh, uh, apparently they are investing a lot in airflow, which would be pretty cool. No pun intended, but like <laughs> that's that's good to see. That's good to see that they're really considering airflow in this in this design here. Well, hey, you know when you have a bunch of space to take up, <laughs> you know you got to use it. Got to use it appropriately. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's why it's so big. Because maybe they're like, "Oh, we need to cool this thing properly." Like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll find out. Uh, and we know that there's probably going to be another event sometime in the next uh, month after. Because uh, Xbox is supposed to do their event this month, uh, or is it July, June, July, June? I don't know, man. Yeah, it's kind of staggered, so. We'll see what happens, and we still don't even know the price. You know, Sony did not say a price on this thing. What's what's your bet? I mean, after PS3, they can go the sky's the limit. But since PS4, they kind of decided to under you know lowball it a little bit, put it at an affordable price, and we even have like this time we have a discless version. We don't know if that's going to be a cheaper or the same price, but there's a discless discless version. So maybe if we're looking, as I'll say four. Four forty nine and four ninety nine. Oh really? I'm gonna say four ninety nine for discless, and I'm gonna say five ninety nine. Damn for the GPS for the one price. with the optical disc. Yeah. Ooh. I bought I insurance think, on my original PS3. I think part of the reason I think part of the reason why they sold the PS4 cheaper mm-hmm. is because at that time they were really going after Microsoft. They really were. Now they have they were, such a comfortable lead. It's not yeah, like a and now question. they have the now they're number one. You know the tables have turned. And so. I think, and I think a lot of people kind of realize it a little bit more now in terms of the internal studios. They might not know the studios' names. They might not know PlayStation Worldwide Studios, or whatever. But they know that shit. Last of Us and Uncharted, and they know all of these IPs that they're like that really came into their own on PlayStation Four and even like you know Persona Five. You know those exclusive kind of things that were only on PlayStation that really had a lot of people like, oh, well, yeah, Xbox, what you got for me? Yeah, they can charge, um, they can be a little more, um, I don't want to say ballsy, like the opposite of ballsy, like they can be like, like they can do it and get away mm-hmm. with it maybe. Because at yeah. the time, you know, because they were struggling, like Sony was struggling against the 360 for a while. and for a long yeah. Yeah, for for almost almost the entire console generation. And I think they were being really aggressive when the PS4 was announced cuz they were you remember this were like, "Oh, here's how you share games with a friend. You just do it." Like they were really digging into Xbox at the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. They just did like some so, Their marketing was really good. A lot of fun, interesting, not interesting, but just fun tr- not trailers, but just marketing gimmicks. They were just like embracing their fans, and you saw it like even with the unveiling of uh Shinmu 3, right? And then before that was Final Fantasy 7 Remake, they were just basically like, Hey guys, we got it now, we we got you. There's no limit for playing or whatever their new slogan is play has yeah, no so limit. So I don't know. I think, I think they can get a, they can think they can get away with the more expensive console price mm-hmm. so i'm going to say 4.99 and 5.99 for the two versions and i think this time around people are expecting a little bit more and they and they're okay paying more number one because a lot of us now who are gamers who didn't have as much money back when the 360 oh or, yeah like we do have the, income now. what what is it the demographic <laughs> of gamers has aged 
So yeah. So we have knowledgeable like money, like the demographic general demographic just as a whole has more money now. Yeah. So if if it's, if it's a 600, I think people will kind of hold off a little bit. And I think people will kind of share your sentiment and we can kind of go like, what do you think are going to be launch games? Like, what, what do you think? What are you calling for some launch games? Are those, is everything that was announced, those are not launch games? No, they didn't say anything what's launching. I'm saying, just from looking at all the trailers, what looks pretty far ahead, uh, Horizon, I think Forbidden West is going to be launched because that, I is, think... that is a tent pole and it's, okay. they have a lot of, it looks like they had a lot of gameplay stuff and not gameplay, but just, it looked really done and I assume that that team was working has been working on it for a while. I think we'll see Demons Souls uh, remastered is also also being a launch title. So then it's been like PS3 and PS4 kind of, or no, no PS3 and PS5 kind of launch title. Be kind of cool. Uh, for I don't know if we're gonna get Ratchet, or if mm-hmm. we're gonna get Sackboy, or if we're gonna get the Astrobots, or if we're going to get uh, Spider Man. I think Spider Man's gonna tie into uh, Into the Spider Verse too. Whenever that comes out, not in terms of story, but just promotion and marketing it's either going to come out before or during oh usually it's before is it not like usually Usually, a month or two before it's a month or two before so it depends when they want to put that out i think that'll be there and i don't think we're going to get village i don't that new capcom ip is god knows how far away square enix is what do you call that project athea that's Mm -hmm. we'll get that maybe three years from now if we're lucky we will see gran turismo I believe Gran Turismo 7 is definitely going to be a launch title. They And they typically launch PlayStations with Gran Turismo whenever they can. And I guess technically Grand Theft Auto 5. <laughs> Fudge. But that, that's it. That's all, all I can honestly see at the moment. And oh, yeah, God. What is that game called again? God. God. Tier. Not God Hand, right? Not God, God Hand. Fall. God Fall. God Fall. God, God fall, fall. God Fall. I think we'll see God Fall since that's the first title that was unveil period for a ps5 so as long as barring nothing happens i think that's that's a good solid seven games and all you really need is horizon to really yeah. be that game that people gravitate towards i we don't know if the if the um if japan will get the ps5 at the same time because we saw this with the ps4 where the ps4 launched in north america and europe before japan japan didn't get the ps4 until february the next year True. so we don't know if we'll see a repeat of that where Japan won't get the console for like another six or eight months down the line. That'll be interesting. Only due to the fact that, and I I know you were talking about this, like, you know, nothing really interests you. There's not really a lot of games here that are something that Jap, I mean, besides like Demon Souls and Mm -hmm. and maybe like a segment will be down for Horizon because it is, it is, you know, a very beloved title, but it's still kind of niche. There's nothing really that screams like, Hey, you know, Japan, we, we we got some IPs for you, and yeah, we, we haven't seen anything exactly. from Sega. We haven't seen anything from Konami. A lot of people were thinking maybe a Silent Hill remake or something might be there. And like you said, they might delay it and have a better launch lineup for the Japanese market. So hey, like, let me see what the Japanese PS4 launch titles were. So I'm typing into the go the good old Google's. So here is the Japanese PS4 launch title, which is like six to like eight, whatever. Like how many months? Anyways, after the North American launch, right? Mm-hmm. So Japan got Assassin's Creed 4, Battlefield 4, Call of Duty Ghosts, uh, Doki Doki Universe, Dream Club, Drive Club, oh, Dynasty Warriors 8, 
FIFA, uh, sorry, FIFA 14, oh, oh. Final Fantasy 14, oh. uh, a beta version of it, actually. Uh, Hokokum, which, okay, great, fine. Killzone Shadowfall, Knack, mm. Knack uh, Natural Doctrine, Puzzle 4 Sudoku, Totemo E Mahjong Plus, Rezogun, Strider, Watch Dogs, and Yakuza Ishin, or sorry, Yugagotoku Ishin. So not a really not good a launch really good title launch. for Japanese games, yeah. Not a really good launch. I was gonna say House Marquee was Rezogun. Thanks for for, for reminding me. But that's yeah, like besides Yakuza, like I'm Oh, the, so I'm, the for Japanese Japanese games, it was yeah. uh Yakuza, Totemo E Mahjong, um Natural Doctrine, FF fourteen, let's say. Let's yeah. Uh Dynasty Warriors, which is what's that called in um oh yeah Muso. Oh, it's like a Muso, Muso game yeah and dream club those are the those are the japanese games that's not really worth holding out <laughs> it's no bad. i just don't think that's really great at all so i bought a ps4 at launch mm-hmm. in japan mm-hmm. and the game that i got was was yakuza because that was like the best japanese right. launch that's, game that's clearly the winner so i got i got yakuza and then Pretty much didn't really play my PS4 until actual good games came out for it. I'm not saying it was a bad game. It's a great mm-hmm, game, but you know what I mean? Like, I just... Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's I just, just did not need to buy the console at launch. And, I, and I that's think, also already after the PS, the North American launch. Yeah, and a lot of those games were just a lot of shooter-centric games. I will say, from looking at the show and what Sony did show, there is an, a lack of shooters. There's about two shooters in the entire... Of what they showed, there's about two shooters, uh, Deathloop being one of those shooters, which it's still kind of cartoony-ish, really cool concept. You know, it's still kind of playing on like coming back mm-hmm. from the dead, going back, being in a time loop. But this, it's got a comedic feel to it, and it's not just you know military shooter kind of thing. And a lot of the games Sony showed, they're just there's, you're not going to feel a lot of peaks, right? I think uh, we're also going. They haven't announced them for ps5 but we'll probably also see the new call of duty game on ps5 at launch that makes sense yeah new call of duty we'll have uh nba 2k one yeah all the all the fall shooters are basically also going to be on ps5 i'm assuming yep yep we'll we'll have so they'll have a a nice rounded out launch title list uh no matter where they go to as long as they you know they'll have their first party unlock i think and then they'll have the third party fill in the rest so Mm mm-hmm We'll see when it launches. When do you think it's going to launch? Is it no? Did they say November, October? I, I don't know. They announced a month. Actually, I'm not sure. I'm going to say I'm going to say November, maybe just to get in stores before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I, I want to say like some random version of January for some reason, which is completely really? okay. messed up. It's they always launch in, in November. So uh, we can't assume that they're ever going to go October or December or something like that because that's suicide. We don't know, like with COVID, how all this stuff is going to go down. Um, but I think if we see a delayed, maybe January. But if not, yeah, November seems like a good one. Well, I mean, they said like it's on track for 2020. So I don't trust them. <laughs> well, we don't know how any of that's working. We don't know how PlayStation Plus is going to work. We don't know that the interface. We got a lot uh-huh. of stuff to see. A lot of stuff is going to be unveiled. And I know we're both looking forward to it. And I think that's it, really, for this show. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. It's pretty good. 
Um, uh, one day I'll stop saying um and I'll become a super great host. You should get a shock caller. So every time you say um, you just get shocked. Oh, that's horrible. Wait, does that work like that? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. That'd be funny, though. That would be... That's scary. But if you want to play a drinking game or a safe game of drinking Coca-Cola every time I say the word um, well, then you can have your fun every episode until finally you don't have any fun at all, which means I've become a better person and a better host. Until then, enjoy your drinks. And enjoy more episodes of the Unknown Game Podcast. <laughs> the Unknown yeah. Games Podcast. Dang. Alex, anything you want to say? Take it away for the end? No. Um, I don't know. Goodbye, Persona, I guess. And there you have it. You don't have you no longer have to buy Chrono Trigger or Chrono Cross. Just go buy Persona 4 Golden. Or Persona 5 R Royal. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> I'm stumbling over half my words. Once again, you can find us on the Twitter feed uh, or Twitter and Instagram at UGP underscore cast. And you can also find us on YouTube if you want to tell your friends who like just listening to the podcast that, you know, on YouTube, you can find us at Unknown Games Podcast. We have our uh, older episodes up there and we're continuing to upload weekly. So definitely check us out there. Give us a shout out and also continue, you know, leave a voice message if you want to. We've We'd love to hear from you on anchor.fm backslash UGPcast. Yeah, you'll have the kind of voice message button up there so you can just leave us a voice message or a review on iTunes. We'll take either or and or both. Yeah. And that's it. See you next week for episode number 38 of the Unknown Games Podcast. And remember, whatever you do, wherever you are, remember to put out something good into the world. Enjoy your life. Enjoy games. And uh, go play a game. Called sure. life. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to you next time. All right. Peace. <laughs> peace. We'll play a game called Life, like the game of life, the board game. Yeah, something like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>